0: Welcome to the Source of Innovation podcast. I'm Robert Brathe. We're live here at the New York Biz Lab in downtown Schenectady with our original first guests, Jason Kirshan and Donnie DeVito from Kirsch Helmets. So welcome back, fellas. Uh, so uh, for those who may not have heard it the first time around, tell us a little bit about the technology, Jason.
1: All right. Thanks, Robert. Uh, well, we're developing a new impact technology for helmets. Uh it's completely different than uh, any other impact technology on the market. Uh, you could say uh, philosophically the opposite of what's currently being used. <clears throat> and um, you know we're very proud of what the technology has proven to do, and we've made some improvements, and are very excited. We'll be rolling out uh, our product very shortly.
0: Fantastic. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about your experience at Sturgis earlier this summer. What was that like going out there and showing oh, that
2: off that? was great. Uh, you know, we kicked it off here at the, what was uh, great for us was being able to leave from this particular location where the Biz Lab is right out front, you know, is the Erie Canal. Originally, the original superhighway to the west where the settlers decided they would conquer the country from here. And that was their debarkation point, and that's what we did. We went out to South Dakota like they did, and uh, we brought our technology, and I think we really made an impression.
0: Fantastic. Uh, and more recently, uh, you guys were at the AIM Expo, So, uh, and that was out in Columbus. Uh, so uh, what was that experience like for you?
1: Well, we've had a terrific uh, response from the industry, um, a number of very large uh, distributors are showing a great deal of interest in uh, working with us. Uh, I feel like uh, it's it's definitely a signal to us that we have to work work on how we're going to scale up our manufacturing to meet the demand. Fantastic.
0: Uh, we've talked a few times, Donnie, about torque and, and how uh, Kirsch Helmets really uh, is 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 a big uh, safety win for people, especially those who might wear a novelty helmet that's really not known for safety. So, talk about uh, a little bit about torque and, and and helmet
2: size and how that affects uh, a biker's safety. Well, what's what's really uh, at you know at play here, and what the real question is, is what's so unique about this breakthrough technology? It's a dramatic breakthrough. The fluid displacement liner inside the helmet is able to accomplish um, uh, dispersion of the energy, diffusion of the energy in a half an inch, what it takes other helmets two to three inches to do. Because we can do so much work in such a small space, we're able to create, and what Jason's been able to do is create the slim, low-profile helmet. There's great advantages to that. Um, of the test for testing right now that DOT has and, and others that uh, test for uh, energy and an impact only really look at one type of impact. Uh, it's a high-energy impact. It's linear, and they measure the results. And uh, by that, we do very well in that type of test. But uh, the things that they don't test for are what actually occurs. And you bring up uh, torque or at what we call angular acceleration that creates that that uh, movement. And it's, uh, it's very dangerous, and 75% of the people that wind up with traumatic brain injury and, and actually die from it uh, are a result of the, of the torque that occurs or the rotational forces acting on the neck and head during an impact. Uh, Jay can better describe the technology and what it's doing, but the bottom line is it's a more effective helmet at handling the energy, and I think that's... Uh, that's what's making all the difference, and that is what we feel is taking uh, uh, compression foam and the old way of doing things and really uh, changing it dramatically in favor of our fluid displacement technology.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, so if you can take a little bit deeper dive and talk about how this technology improves safety uh, with head and or neck or spinal injuries.
1: <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Um, well. I'm not sure how much time you have here uh, delegated to explain, but <clears throat> it's not just um, one increment of improvement. Uh, there's multiple levels that we're talking about, uh, including uh, the initial uh, moment of impact, how the energy is handled, and also how the liner responds to the impact. Uh, <clears throat> one major uh, important difference is that current DOT helmets are specifically designed just for the testing. So uh, they don't do a lot of energy conversion at lower rates of energy. Uh, one thing that, that is a fluid characteristic is that it reacts according to the amount of energy that is applied to it. So unlike any other helmet on on the market you can't take a motorcycle helmet and then do an oxy test to it and and expect it to perform well as a football helmet or as a hockey helmet or or any other application what what the fluid liner does is it reacts according to the amount of energy that's applied and the speed of the energy so that it has a huge range of optimal uh, energy conversion. So you could take our helmet and do any test you want to it and it's it's going to do better at any range of energy level that that we give it. Um, <clears throat> you know so there's also another aspect to the, the, the way the liner operates and that's omnidirectional give. So <clears throat> what compression technology doesn't do is give angularly. So and it also uh maintains the speed of the impact because it uses compression. So the energy has to travel through the liner before it does any work. So when we're talking about an angular acceleration, uh there's no advantage to compression technology as it in fact if you analyze it further, the the larger the more amount of foam that they put in, which is would test better for linear acceleration, is a disadvantage at angular acceleration because you're adding distance to the leverage on, which <clears throat> is a disadvantage when you're trying to counter rotational energies. Uh, like I said, the liner has omnidirectional give. Not only does the fluid start transferring energy before the, the, the strike reaches the interior of the liner, um, but it also can give in any direction at any time.
0: Fantastic! That's that's great. Uh, let's talk about another win you had this summer. With uh, it seemed like you got a great run of funding and uh, funding opportunities. So can you talk a little bit about
2: uh, those successes over the past few months? Yeah, we've uh, we've continued to uh, get support. You know, we have uh, pre-orders. People that wear the helmet, love the helmet, uh, buy the helmet, and that's. One way that you get, you know, you know you're on the right track, and uh, the attention that we got at shows like Aim Expo and Sturgis and other rallies we've done across the country uh, have really given us a reason to know that we're on the right track. But one thing that also helps a company and uh, keeps you on the right track is getting funding uh, to support the business plan. You know, as you're trying to build. Uh, production capacity and also a marketing strategy that really now is is uh, become a national marketing strategy. Uh, we've had to raise some money, so we raised enough money that now we can uh, we can start to grow our capacity in production t- with our partners to be able to meet the growing demand that we're seeing on a national level, and uh, we feel very fortunate that we can do that. That we um, kicked that originally off. Here and, and actually in this room uh, here at the Biz Lab, where we uh, first uh, talked about raising capital and what the Kirsch project was all about. Uh, in the end, uh, the investment came from all across the country, from the West Coast to the East Coast, uh, from the North to the South. We've gotten a broad range of support from people, individuals, and uh, now we're starting to see more strategic partners um, coming to the table that would like to make investment in the company. Be uh, for specific projects, and uh, certainly as we talked about before, our own uh, partners, production partners, that those that are making the uh, helmet uh, shell, the, the liner, and other components have all invested in their own work uh, and their own capital expenditures to be able to drive their part of this project and to uh, be able to source Uh, at a much higher level of demand than what we've got today but based on what we're anticipating certainly what we're going to need through next year
0: Great, sounds like some really good strategic partnerships you have going on Uh, for those who might not have uh, heard the last podcast, talk a little bit about uh, what inspired you uh, to to develop this technology and uh, what that process has been like for you over the years
1: Well, the beginning um, I would have to say that I'm a biker, um, I ride, um, many of my friends ride. Uh, At being in the biker community, <clears throat> I noticed uh, a serious dilemma where the majority of my friends are riding motorcycles wearing novelty helmets. So <clears throat> the big problem with that is uh, they wear the small helmets because they, they don't wanna wear the big bulky helmets for wind drag for comfort, and for style. Uh, <clears throat> so they'll wear these fake helmets. They're called novelty helmets. They offer zero protection. Uh, this is a problem. We, it's a problem in our, our medical industry where it's there's a small percentage of the population that ride, but more than half of the medical expenses are coming from this issue of being unprotected. So, you know, I I was just knee-deep in, in seeing uh, the problem, and I was passionate and focused on coming up with a way, uh, an alternative for the consumer to have a small helmet that could still uh, offer a good amount of protection.
0: Fantastic. Let's talk a little bit of, now that you've made some, Amazing progress over the last few months. Uh, talk a little bit about some of the
2: programs you go, have going on, uh, especially the, the club
0: vendor programs that are coming up
2: here. Oh, sure. That's um, something we're pretty proud of. We're, you know, one of the things that you realize when you come into this um, into this uh, culture is that everything is really tribal. These uh, people are riding together. They're riding. Uh, they find their friendships and. They do everything together, so they become very uh, tribal in what they what they do. Uh, buying is a sim- is similar. You know, they all uh, look at each other's vehicles. You know, what they're riding. Uh, they look at uh, uh, new technologies together. And in fact, when they're wearing helmets, they all look around. And as new technology like ours comes into the market, it is something that everybody is curious about and then as I said earlier when they ride it, they love it, they buy it and it's really one head at a time for us when you look at the grassroots level. Mm-hmm. The whole idea uh, right now is to build a independent agent channel that can work that grassroots level and do that on a national uh, basis but the place where we want to start are with uh, clubs and Establishing a club vendor program is one great way to do that. We feel because we give the club the opportunity to buy as a as a group, uh, they get uh, the club gets a lower price on the helmet. Uh, the the user uh, the buyer uh, the rider gets uh, the helmet at the same price we sell to everyone you know off the website. But uh, the 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 margin the profit goes to the to the club and they can share that any way they want but it goes to the mission of the club and many of these clubs are supporting uh, great charities across the country and we know that that's something that uh, we like to help them do. Um, And beyond that we have, you know, naturally vendor programs and then uh, relationships that we're developing with distributors across the country. And as Jason mentioned, uh, one of the big uh, goals of the AIM Expo in Columbus back uh, a month ago was to uh, meet the vendors, that's where the vendors meet the, the OEMs, meet the products guys. And We were uh, selected as one of just a few companies at the show, there were hundreds of companies and there were just 10 of us that were in the technology showcases, a unique technology and uh, one-of-a-kind technology, we were selected and so um, as a result of that we were able to get a lot more attention at the show. And uh, be able to real get have a high level of engagement with vendors, um, both big and small. That was pretty exciting. Cool.
0: I have one more question, and this will be for each of you. And uh, one of those questions that may throw you off because it's unexpected, but I think it's a, a good one for an entrepreneurship podcast. And then after that, we'll wrap up with your uh, little two-minute commercial. Um, what do you value most in working with each other? In terms of uh, you know, you've got a great partnership here, great collaboration. So, what would you say? Uh, Donnie brings to the table for you, and and Jason brings to the table for you.
1: Well, I love working with Donnie. Uh, He's got a great sense of humor, and and that helps on the day-to-day, but he's got a a really good handle on um, managing the business aspects of what we're doing and um, handling, uh, mapping out and executing our business plans. And uh, I, I really appreciate the fact that he can handle all those things and juggle so many things at the same time. And uh, without that, we, we wouldn't be where we are today.
2: Fantastic. Uh, well, actually, a lot of the things you just said um, are things I feel the same way about Jason. It's, um, <clears throat> what I notice about him is he's a uh, determined, patient individual. He's um, unwavering. You know, when you're developing a new technology and then when you take that technology and want to make it into a product, there's a lot to do. And um, you run into problems every every day you're dealing with problems. And when you can focus on every problem each day and uh, be undeterred and really uh, determine how you're going to fix them and just have that unwavering confidence, it's great to see. One of the first things I when I met Jay that I fell in love with was that, um, like um, many great technologies, you, you can invent something and it, you have so many applications. And in this case, um, it's clear that the fluid displacement liner uh, for impact technology has 30 that we know of, different verticals. But Jay was very focused in, um, in what he wanted to do, and he was, you know, absolutely... Uh, knew that we needed to fix the problem in the half-shell market for those riders that he talks about, our friends, our families, the veterans and people that are riding, wearing these classic half-shells that don't work. And he knew that's where we had to go first, and he had a lot of people come at him with a lot of ideas about other things to do, Uh, but he never wavered, and uh, I found that to be unique, And uh, that's what I enjoyed most is that incredible focus and determination to get it done and then to go on to the next step, one one step at a time.
0: Terrific. You can find out more about Kirsch Helmets at kirschhelmets.com, but uh, maybe you can just give us a two-minute spiel on the CHM-1, which is your uh, inaugural product. Well,
1: the CHM-1 is directed at a half-shell biker. So uh, what what that means is, is someone who likes to ride the bike uh, with an open face, the ears open so you can hear, feel the wind um, on your face. <clears throat> the, so we've taken a classic half-shell style. Uh, we've offered it at a low-profile uh, product, which is the most desirable feature that the bikers are looking for. Uh, The other things that the helmet does once the biker rides it, um, because it's low profile and the center of mass is right above the skull, uh, there's zero wind drag. So you don't feel the pressure uh, on your head uh, when you're riding. It's very smooth, it's very stable, there's no wind wobble. Uh, the way that it conforms to the shape of your head, it's very comfortable, it doesn't move. Previously, if you're wearing a similar style product, um, the wind will manipulate it, and you have to keep your head at a certain position in order for it to stay on your head correctly. So you have to ride kind of frozen without being able to turn your head. Uh, with this, this gives you the style, the performance that gives you the freedom to turn your head, look around, look up, look to the side, uh, and not worry about your helmet moving on your head. It's very comfortable, um, and, and once you ride it, you'll you'll feel the, the difference. There, it's, it's night and day.
0: Fantastic. And uh, to wrap up, what are some ways uh, people can get their hands on one of these or at least uh, take a look at them?
2: Well, I suggest you go to our website. Uh, the, that's the first place to take a look at what we're uh, what we're talking about, you can. There's a lot of information there. There's a lot of uh, data about the helmet itself, but also right on the front page, you can see what we have for coming events. There's a, a clock that's ticking that tells you where our next event will be. Uh, we've got one actually coming up this weekend down in Texas. Uh, so if you want to see the helmet, you just go click on that. You go there, and then you'll be uh, told how you can see the helmet uh, down in, in Texas. But Uh, Beyond that, we'll be in uh, Long Beach coming up and California. We've got some other events in the middle of the country uh, that we'll be at. We'll be in New York City showing off the helmet. So it starts right now at the grassroots level at the rallies and and events. Uh, Ultimately, because of the agreements we're putting in place uh, here in these next coming months, we'll have stores where you're going to be able to walk in and put on a helmet. And in the end, that's what we want. Uh, we want people to understand the technology and be able to use it, uh, try it on. And then in the and what we want them to do is put their Kirsch on.
0: Fantastic. So visit them at Kirsch Helmets. It's K-I-R-S-H Helmets dot com. Thanks for joining us. Great. Thanks, Thanks. Thank
2: you.